Black Velvet is proud to sponsor Creative Habits Podcast. Black Velvet is a Black-owned family business providing skincare products. Handmade, intentional, and designed to nurture the skin and body. Lather in luxury with our signature Black Velvet Shea Butter. Our base is raw shea infused with essential oils and vitamins to revive and enhance your natural skin's glow. We offer unisex options and a grooming kit to ensure quick and essential groom for daily application for any occasion or season. Try our Beard Gang Kit collection, perfect for a man on the go with notes of barbershop orange and essential oils to protect and nurture your beard growth. Visit us on Etsy at Shop Black Velvet or follow us on Instagram by Black Velvet. Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. This is self-awareness part two. Yep, part two. So I want to talk about or introduce you to Johari Window. Are you familiar with that? No. So the Johari Window is a test um, that is nothing but a self-help test. It helps you identify your weakness or strengths. What happens is that there are about 50 adjectives given in a box. You must pick the ones that describe you and then your peers or people that you know or are close to ask you to pick some of those adjectives that describe you. Now, the words that are picked are placed in four boxes. One box is the arena where, I'm sorry, the area where the words have been picked by you and your peers. They are then placed and picked by you and not by others. Mm -hmm. Um, These are the traits that you hide or don't show people. So the Jorahari window gives you different types of boxes. So the first box is open self. The second one is blind self. The third one is hidden self. And the other one is an unknown self. Okay. So open self is known to others and also known to you. So it's information about you that both you and others know. Blind self. Information about you that you don't know, but others do know. Hmm. Okay. And then hidden self. Information about you that you know, but others don't know. Hmm. And unknown self. Information about you that, sorry, information about you that neither you nor others know. So unknown self, I guess an example of that would be. Unknown potential. Yeah, no potential. Yeah, something mm. that has you haven't accomplished yet, but is in the future for you. Right. So it's it's not known to you, and it's not known to others yet. Mm. So there are some tips to cultivate self awareness. Would you like to share what they are, babe? Sure. Be curious about who you are. Mm-hmm. To be self aware, a person needs to be curious about themselves. Says Anna Javoknik. Uh, psychologist and life coach at Parent po- Parenting Pod. 
Our minds and bodies are territories for which we yet need roadmaps. Every person has some roads they they do not wish to take and some roads they feel are worth exploring. How far you go in a journey in your journey of understanding yourself depends on what you're ready to explore and experience. The second one, let your walls down. When we see something we don't immediately like in ourselves, our first reaction could be to defend ourselves from it, which is partly why self-awareness is so challenging. Try not to let go of judgment and the instinctual urge to protect yourself. You become self-aware through a willingness to let go of defensiveness and an openness to seeing yourself in a way that is different from what you have always assumed. Often this means you have to be willing to see yourself in a less than positive light. Look in the mirror, literally. In my own research, I teach people to use mirrors as a meditation tool to increase their self-awareness, says well. When people first look at themselves, they are often very critical. I teach them how to shift their perspective and use their reflection for deeper self-awareness. They learn to track their attention and emotions and gain new insights into how their thoughts and how their thoughts thoughts are affected affecting them in real life <clears throat> in real time. This sort of mimics face-to-face conversations that involve deep listening and being fully present with another person. That's deep. Yeah. The next one is keep a journal and note what triggers positive feelings. Journaling is a great way to start this process of being mindful. As you are journaling, pay attention to your day. Ask yourself how you feel. If you're negative, if you are having negative feelings associated with the day, Think about what triggers may have caused them to bubble up. For any positive feelings, think about what may have triggered you to feel happy. If you don't have time to journal, perhaps you can write in your notes on your phone. Hmm. Substitute screen time with people time. Hmm. The average amount of time we spend alone gazing at our screens now surpasses our time in face-to-face contact. I agree says, well, science tells us that we need to, we need reflections to develop our screen, excuse me, we need reflections to develop our sense of self in relation to others as we spend more time alone on our devices. So basically, I have more face-to-face with actual people. Mm-hmm. All right. Ask others how, you, how they see you. Not only should we build our face-to-face social actions, but also use a portion of this time to learn about how our loved ones perceive us. Talk to your closest loved ones and be courageous enough to ask how they perceive you in various situations. Getting perspective on how you behave or come off in certain situations can help us bring in help us bring into our awareness something that was previously invisible to us. Therapy is also great for this too. Angry at someone? Take the third person perspective. Ultimately, the benefit of self-awareness are to serve not only you in an emotional management, but also to serve 
your relationships. Uh, Michael Strasovitz, I'm sorry, I'm murdering these names. A consumer psychologist and marketer, marketing professor at St. Mary's College of California speaks to the importance of catching yourself when a situation or a person agitates you. The next one, keeping check with yourself. Clinically, the most effective method for the development of self-awareness is a pause and brief check-in with oneself. How am I feeling right now? What do I think might be driving that feeling? This may seem absurdly simple, but in practice, clients of this doctor finds it to be quite difficult. Many need to carry a list of possible emotions with them as they begin this exercise. As the pet answers, I feel fine, I feel bad, I feel angry, are not particularly rich or productive. That's deep. So which one of those that resonates with you more? Uh, the last one that you forgot to read, <laughs> which was keep learning. Oh. Um, so keep learning. The journey never ends while the article hopefully helps with pointers. There is a trove of wonderful material out there. So I think just trying to practice and see where in your life or what point you are at in the mm. moment that you need these qualities for assistance. I like looking in the mirror. I like writing a journal. I like, you know, taking some time to choose your words wisely or not engage with the person that's making you angry. So I think all of the attributes and qualities and suggestions are helpful hmm. at different stages or periods of your life. I think my favorite one is let your walls down when mm. some when we see something that doesn't immediately like in ourselves. Yeah, let your walls down. Let your walls down, babe. Let your walls down. <laughs> walls of Jericho okay <laughs> alright so that was self-awareness um, we're so happy you're still here with us listening to the podcast um, and what is the quote oh we still got a long time 10 minutes in oh we're only 10 minutes in yeah. oh my bad we're only that 10 week. minutes in you trying to rush us off the podcast I so uh, no like Let's yeah. chat. Let's chat. Let's chat. You don't want to chat. I no, mean, no, I do. No, off. no, no. I thought we were concluding, but let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah. Out of all of these, <clears throat> how can we apply it to our our lives? Like, I mean, they give us a full breakdown, play by play, but right. How do we actually apply it? Well, I do believe that there is differences between self-awareness and self-consciousness but I do think they can be similar in how they can help each other so being self-aware I think if you have your qualities of self-consciousness knowing that okay this is who I am but now that I'm conscious of who I am what are the qualities that I need to benefit or make make that better Mm. for myself and others around me So I think finding practice and routines of self-consciousness. So you're conscious that you need a routine. So you're going to make it a point that every morning or everything that you do has to be started and finished Mm -hmm. the same way every day. That's Mm -hmm. your routine. Mm -hmm. So having 
a level of consciousness to then help you improve on the things that you are self-aware of, whether they're good or bad. I'm not just saying anything bad, but Mm -hmm. being conscious of the things that you have within your awareness that needs improvement. Did that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) That, that, That was very beautifully put. Okay. You know? Um... Do you think a lot of people are self-aware or claim to be self-aware? Uh, that's, a, that's, that's a loaded question. Mm-hmm. We live in a day and age where self-awareness and self-consciousness is celebrated. But when we have these celebrations of these things, do we really know when we break down those barriers and those like walls of having you know that that ability to be the free people that we are Mm -hmm. when we really look at ourselves do we know who we are or are we claiming or just using the platform of it being a trend to say well i know who i am when in actuality it's it's like a front i think it depends on it totally depends on the situation i agree it's totally because a self-aware person, you know, to me, by its definition, is being aware of you and not really having any outside influences impacting that awareness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So let's say Democrats and Republicans, okay. left wing right wing I don't see myself as a left wing person or a right wing person I could be a little bit of both but I fall more in the middle you know and when people usually are left wing or right wing they usually hang around in those subgroups with people who are basically the same type of person or criticize those with different points of view you know what I mean so I feel that if you are a self aware person or surround yourself with a group of self-aware people, um, it's not always necessarily okay to hang around said groups of people that think like you, speak like you, go to the same functions as you every day. Like, how do you challenge yourself and how do you um, grow from just just life, period, when you just hang around the same type of ideals. And now that you've said that, I think some of my closest friends are actually the complete opposite of me. So we may have similarities or commonalities in the things that we enjoy, but as people, very different. Like I have a friend that's always had the same, the same responses to everything. Mm -hmm. And I would say like my dad is like that too, where it's like he's always been the same Thing. Like, as in, like, I because you feel the way that you feel, I'm not changing my mind. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, his stance, he's very self-aware in, like, who mm-hmm. he is as a person. Mm-hmm. And nothing or anyone can shake or change that. He may see your perspective, but he will always be mm-hmm. who he believes that he is mm-hmm. without feeling peer pressure to change for somebody else. Right. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, like, self-aware, like, where you asked, is everyone self-aware? I don't think that everyone can be self-aware, but you reach a level of self-awareness. 
Because as teenagers, you could be around the friends and then you're peer pressure to do something. Or you just want to fit in. Right. It's not necessarily so, peer pressure all the time. Right. It's not peer pressure, but at the same time, it's just like, but if you know who you are and you know that's not good for you, why did you do it? Mm. Mm. But that's a, that's kind of a loaded question. Yeah. Because we get self-awareness from maybe environment, nature, nurture, mm-hmm. you know, how we're raised, um, what our parents might mold us into, what our peers might mold us into. Like, can one be truly self-aware with all these outside influences? And that's what people, I, I think that's what we strive Like, once we strive for that thing, I believe that's what a, being a successful human being is. Mm. Once you reach the level of, like, because I was raised a certain way, that doesn't mean that that influence is going to influence me in some sense. Mm-hmm. I believe that how you're raised does have an influence on you, but at some point, all your decisions have to come from you and not other people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when you reach that point where you do not feel intimidated to be your true self, that's when I think you've reached a level of success is like your true potential, your true person. Your final form. Your final form, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pokemon. Exactly. Finally, your your final form of a <clears throat> yeah. Can anybody? Can people be self aware on um, social media? It's like the destruction of self awareness because mm. everything and everyone wants to look like the same thing. That or you don't have room to be your authentic self. It's a performance. It's 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 the the character that you put out into the world. Is it necessarily you all the time? Maybe. Yes. No. You know. I don't know. It's a a curated version of yourself. Exactly. And I, I look at myself like maybe five years ago from now and how obsessed I used to be with like taking like self photos. Mm -hmm. I wasn't always like, I mean, like an everyday poster. But just noticing how everything was very, you know, self-centered. Yeah. And it was a performance. Like, I technically was posting, not for myself, but posting to be like, I'm here on this platform, you know? Mm. This is how interesting my life is. But now it's just like, I'm not knocking anybody that likes to post, but it's just like, that's not my level of priority or importance. Mm. Unless there's something that's happening, you know, that I feel like would help promote something or would help show off my child. But really, it's not. I'm now looking at social media as a place that's not reality, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like trying to prioritize the things that I do feel like are my reality. And if I feel like I'm putting on a performance or it's like not the reality of what it is, I would rather not just post, you know. Mm. It's just not, I just don't feel real doing yeah. it. I feel you on that one. I slowed down a lot, um, especially with Facebook. I used to be on Facebook every day trying to formulate thought-provoking <laughs> statuses. And, trying to start fights. And posts, and, yeah, it's <laughs> and trying to start fights. And be blocked by people. And, um, you know, and I realized, like, what is, what is the point of it? What's, what is the point of it all? You know what I mean? Like, 
But there's also no longer mystery, you know? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes I miss the mystery of not knowing what the fuck people are doing. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like, you know what everybody's doing at every time. And it's time. like people just want a response. You know what I mean? Like Right. It's curated. People just want a response so they can feel something. I don't know what that something is. But right. I don't know if it's acceptance, if it's... um kinship like I don't know like people just it's like a drug it's yeah, like it a is. high you know what I mean like you smoke weed to get that high feeling it's the whatever. dopamine you know they did a study on that <clears throat> right where the level of interaction that you have on the internet if somebody's engaging with you or like liking your post that's like mm-hmm. a level of dopamine that you get and you know because you know someone on the other side is engaging with you it's giving you that gratification. But also I wanted to say that um, with social media, I've noticed on their side, if you're no longer posting as much, they punish you for it. Punish you? As in like they don't put your posts like for people to see. Really? So whereas like prior to like, yeah, just recently That's crazy. noticed that where it's like if you don't post a lot, you'll probably get like 10, 15 or less than 100 likes. Whereas, like, if you start doing it frequently again, then they'll put you on that algorithm for people to see you. But if you're not posting as much, you're not at the bottom of people's list <laughs> for viewership. That's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. So anyway, I'm, you know, I'm just like, it's quite interesting how self-awareness can just be. When did you become self-aware? When did I become self-aware? I feel like I've always been, to an extent, somewhat self-aware. Always? But as I've gotten older, yeah, in certain qualities, like I knew who I was. As a young child, I kind of knew what my tendencies were or who I I was internally. Mm. But the things around me would question who I was. Mm. So growing up, I felt like I was a bad kid. But in actuality, like I, that's what I felt like people saw me as. Mm. But how I saw myself is that I wasn't a troublemaker. You know, I really just was very interested in everything creative and wanted to engage with kids and stuff like that. But how others, how I saw myself, I didn't feel like others saw that in mm. me. So, but um I guess fully, fully self-aware is in probably from 10% self-aware to maybe 75, 80, 30 years old. <laughs> I was about to say later in life for me. Yeah, like you start to really look at your life when you get to a certain age. That's not an age where you feel like, you know, you can fuck up and you have more time. Mm. Once you hit a certain age, you're like, all right, let me start reflecting on how I can improve as an individual and a human being. So you said for you, 30? Yeah, later in life. It's yeah. like, um, I never really felt like I had like a, a purpose or a mission. Yeah. And my self-awareness developed once I felt like I had a, a, a mission. Birth, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like being a father is a, it's a great but weird thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
it's like you instinct instinctively know what to do, but you don't know what to do at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it almost gives you a, a bit of a push too. That's how I mm-hmm. felt. Like when I became a mom, I'm like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Like it's not just me, you know. Like I'm not. It's not just about me. Yeah, I have a whole fucking family, you know, and it's just like to look at like. Not only how can I be a better version of myself, but how can I be available and supportive for my partner and my child? Like, how am I showing up, you know, as a human being and an individual? How can I improve and expand on that? And I think it's weird that we give so much of ourselves away. Yeah. You know, like, how can you be self-aware when there's nothing left in the tank? Like, we give so much of ourselves away yet work um social settings relationships like right sometimes we have to take time for out yourself for time out for ourselves just to be just to remind ourselves who we are and what we like mm. the things we like to do you know what i mean the things <coughs> excuse me the people who we envision ourselves to be what do you envision yourself to be me Despite all of the responsibilities that you have or what you say. The motherfucking man. Mm -hmm. I'm the man Mm -hmm. with the master Mm -hmm. plan. I don't care Mm -hmm. if you don't like who I am. I'm self-aware. That was not the fucking question. (laughs) (laughs) What I asked was, what are some things that you like to do to remind yourself of who you are? Because what you just told me is that you didn't know who you are, what your purpose was. It's just like it's just like so it's like little reminders like music, Mm -hmm. love music. You know, like I would listen to old songs that would put me back mentally in spaces where I felt like I was at my highest peak. Right. You know what I mean? That's crazy because music does that for me too. Right. Or just like watching anime or like DC shows and stuff like right. that that puts me back into that. I think we're totally self it may sound crazy but we're totally self aware when we're children and we lose a little mm-hmm. bit of that when we're we have go, to be molded. <laughs> when we have to be molded and when we have to go to school yeah. and we have to follow these certain instructions it's like we're self aware when we're at our son's age, two years old. Like he's oh, the yeah. most self-aware person right I ever now. knew. Like he knows what he wants. He knows what he doesn't want. He knows what he like. He knows what he doesn't like. And he's gonna fight you tooth and nail <laughs> when he doesn't want to do something. Yeah, that's our son. You know what I mean? Like he's the most self-aware person ever. And I think like when our innocence is either taken away from us or when we grow out of that innocence and we're molded by society, our parents and our peers, that's mm-hmm. when we kind of lose sight of ourselves until we gain it back yeah. later in life. Yeah, definitely. She over here looking like I just fucked her head up. <laughs> <laughs> fucked my head up, but it's like, how can we kind of preserve or protect our child from being slapped in the face, you know, mm-hmm. by what's to come? Because it's so true, because... Right now, it's like the the realest that you can ever be is like 
unfiltered, truly who you are, mm -hmm. you know. But are we going to be the type of parents being like, you can't state your opinion, you know. You can't say what's on your mind. Like, you know, there's ways that you can say something, but are we going to tell him to shut up or listen to what he has to say? As long as he's not disrespectful, he can say whatever well, he the wants, heck he wants. Right? You know what I mean? So, so just a thought. Just, I never want to clip dude's wings, you know. But once he gets a little crazy, you got to, like, come on back, brother. You tripping. back in. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, self-awareness is important. Definitely. You know, and ex especially for black and brown people when we um, don't really see ourselves in successful positions or something like that. Yeah. I, you know, I think I'm feeling like that's never been a challenge for me. But I see what you mean for us in a larger scale. I think mm -hmm. self-awareness for us also, we have to remind ourselves that we don't have to compare ourselves. And it's knowledge of self, too, though. Right. You know, when you got knowledge of your past, you like you went to Nation House, they drilled that into you from birth, you know, as a kid. But when you're black and all you know is white history, it's, it's, it's harder. I understand. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, just like I think self-awareness is important for everybody, regardless of who you are, what you look like, who you choose to represent yourself as just being self-aware, knowing what it is that you need for yourself, what you want and how you want to show up in the world. Mm. That's deep. Yeah. Any uh, final thoughts? I'm still working on me. And when I get there, I'm going to be fire as hell. Going to be fire fire as hell hmm. trump the insecurities you know trump the self-doubt i'm gonna be out here it's coming <laughs> watch me i think my final thought is consistency is perfection consistency is perfection but yeah that's all i got what about you that's it that's 30 cool so um here is your quote of the day what people believe Excuse me. What you believe is everything, and what someone believes about you means nothing. Hmm. That was nice. That was a bar. That was a bar. Mic drop. All right. Thank you for uh, listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Please do share. It helps us reach a lot more people. And um, have a good one, people. Peace.